Hi there, this is Stephen Woods, public address announcer for the Western Conference Powerhouse San Diego Seals and beloved host of the Bennett Woods Show on San Diego Sports Leader 97.3 The Fan, here to present great moments in Marver. Let's turn back the clock to April 16, 2018, when Change the Padres tweeted this. Tatis is 5 for 26 with 8 strikeouts and 0 walks since this tweet. A few more weeks like this, and it goes from curious small sample stat line after a bad 2017 double-A debut to this could be a problem. Thanks for joining us on this edition of Great Moments in Marver. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Gwintelligence Podcast. I am Harold James Preller, joined, almost as always, by Corey Stewart. Hello, Harold James. Oh, hello. hello. We're, uh, we're lounging here at, uh, at Harold James Manor with pro- proper distancing here. Uh, shockingly, Marver, not here, not available, not Marver. responding, not responding to anything. Marver! And we'll, we'll touch on that subject in just a second, but, uh, Corey, it's a pleasure to have you here at, at H.J. Manor. It is a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. You know, the last time that we podcasted, it was a it was a different world, right? It was just pals hanging out at a brewery, uh, not a care in the world, not a care in the world. Other than you know, the, the, we were sitting in an active methane cloud, and there were <laughs> San Alejo Hills street toughs Don't walking through the streets. Don't but you start. other than that, it was it was vi- surprisingly normal. It really right? was. What was that? February. Uh, we were discussing spring training scenarios and. Uh, Spring training position battles. It was, it was wild, right? It was a good time. It yeah. was a good time. Good times, and now we're here, just in hell, right? <laughs> yes, we are. I mean, it oh. could be, it could be a lot worse, right? So, so we've had one week of baseball so far, which of course merits a podcast. I would say there's been exciting baseball fun happening with our beloved Padres. Oh, there's been so much baseball fun. Yeah, you know it. Has your life appreciably gotten better in the last week? Yes. Yeah, 100%. You know, I realize I, 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 I haven't been watching that much TV. Like, like, I watch a lot of sports. I have occasional shows that I watch, but I don't watch that much. I'm not Craig Elston over here. <laughs> but the last week, I, I've watched exponentially more television than I have in, like, the last month, at least. Just on the baseball? Just baseball, yeah. Just baseball. Yeah. Are you just watching Padres, or are you watching, like... No, just Padres. Just, oh, okay. That's pretty much what I do. Well, I, I mean, don't watch any of these I assume teams. you're not watching lowercase Dodgers, oh, right? Oh, my God. God, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, just pod- I mean, it's enough. And and the starting times are better, other than the, t- the terrible Giants, and... and just yeah. everything is better about this. What is up with the Giants and the 645? What are you doing What's with the that? point? There's no point. There's right. no point. The 610 has been beautiful. Glorious. In fact, move it to 510. Yeah, I, I'm fine, fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, so we, we were talking a little before we started recording, but, like, you know, obviously it sucks. We can't go to games. We can't, you know, can't obviously buy a ticket to watch the team in person. But to, for me, like, this, the way the television experience has been going has been pretty optimal for me like earlier starts like you know like uh here just maybe it, maybe it's because we haven't had it in so long that it, it seems better but but dawn and mud on my tv it's been it's just been it's been orgasmic uh, uh, but by the way when you say dawn and mud on my tv we've had six games now yeah and sweeney hasn't been in the booth in one of them 
could this get any better? I, I'm telling you. I, I mean, it's like they finally figured out the formula. We're, we're like eight years into this regime now, and they finally, six years into this regime, and they finally figured out how to please us. Well, I mean, let's not get crazy yet, because the, the Dodger series is coming up, and that's usually when they love to just shove him in there because he's the Dodger expert. <laughs> Look, I believe in them. It's like the team, the, the, Fox Sports San Diego has found has discovered the clitoris here. Like they finally figured everything out. It, it is amazing to because uh, I, I, I I want more Padres baseball, so I want to watch the pregame and the postgame show. And I really like Palm like a lot, but Sweeney is so painful. And then when he's on, I I, I sit there and I and I think to myself, someone at Fox Sports San Diego, up very very high turns this on, watches it, and goes, can't do better than that. That's our man. That's our guy. Listen to this amazing analysis. Hey, his contract's up. We need to, re- we need to extend oh, him. It's just, oh, it's unbelievable. Anyway. But, but look, Sweeney-less baseball. Fantastic. Like this, you know, we could talk for days about, you know, being 4-2 and two and, and for a while holding the position as best record in baseball. But, I mean, you've hit on an important point here. Six games with no Sweeney. I couldn't have even dreamed of this scenario. All it took was a global pandemic and 150,000 deaths in this nation. I know exactly. So true. So true. So uh, just for, you know, we touched on on something. Uh, No Marver is here. We've tried. We did have a... a, um, we had an attempt last week to do a podcast with technical difficulties. And that, that did include Marver, but... Here we are, that just, just two pals talking out, Padres baseball. Drinking some beers. You know, one thing Marver is pretty eager to blow hard about is data science, machine learning. And so, you know, I've done a podcast with him for, I don't know, five or six years now. And I picked up a few, few tips from him. And as a result, through, you know, through the past tumultuous year or so of begging him to come on the podcast and him ghosting me, I put my computer to use and did a little bit of machine learning and data analysis of previous podcasts. And, uh, you know, for fans of of some of my previous programming work, which resulted in the Padres Injury Translator 5000, um, (laughs) you know, I used some of those skills and learning experiences to develop something new, which I think we're ready to unveil here on the podcast. Um, You know, I've run... I don't know if you've ever seen on Twitter, but there's a, a lot of uh, machine learning with um, with like movies and scripts yes. where AI will then write, you know, they'll, they'll load in 100 hours of Seinfeld and AI will spit out a script for it. So I've done that with our previous 100 episodes of Quintelligence and, and developed something here. It's I'm pleased to announce the unveiling of the Marverbot 5000. Yes. <laughs> Through... I guess hundreds of hours of analysis, we've been able to develop the Marverbot 5000, which is going to be able to interact on this podcast while we're here without Marver. We'll still be able to get some of his, um, we'll still be able to get some of his insight. So, uh, you know, I just want to say hello to, to Marverbot. Oh, oh, hey, Marverbot 5000. <laughs> I am David Marver. Great to hear that. It's so good to have you on the show. Um, hey, so what's Marverbot Five Thousand? What's been going on lately? You been good? The fart popped out of me. Oh, the fart popped out of you. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> you know, hey, I was just, 
I was just kind of recapping some stuff here, and and um, you know, it's put a lot of work into the Marverbot. What what do you think of it? I give it my stamp of approval. I- oh, great! I'm glad that you approve it. <laughs> oh, fantastic! So, I mean, now that we've introduced Marverbot Five Thousand, I think maybe we can present some questions to it. Maybe we can try to try to bring it into the show a little more. So we can have people tweet in questions for the Marverbot. That is a great bit idea. I yes. love it. So, so going forward, I think we'll start having some questions for the Marverbot. Um, and you know, it's going to be nice, even though. Right now, it's just us and two two wiener dogs passed out next to us. Like one of these chairs could have been filled by Marver, and so now we won't really miss having the real Marver. Great, great, great. <laughs> All right, Corey. The Padres are four and two. Um, they should be six and zero. Oh. Yes, until yesterday, they had the best record in Major League Baseball. Um, what have been your general uh, observations of the season so far? Well, it, first of all, it's been fun because I didn't think we were going to have baseball basically at all. But it, it, like until until we got to opening day and that first pitch, I really didn't think it was going to happen. So it's been fun, uh, and that team is it, it's just night and day from what we've been watching over the past I, I don't know how many years now uh, to see a team that walks and works the count and pushes starting pitchers out of the game early. I, 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 has, in, has one pitcher gone past five innings against them yet? I don't... How, I don't, many, how many did... Um, we've had six... Coito, Coito Coito, was yesterday, Coito, right? Yeah, Coito was booted in the fourth yeah. yesterday. Um, they, I, I will say, though, that, that's been a really strong narrative through the first series, but I, I didn't have noticed in this Giants series a lot more first-pitch swings... Um, it doesn't seem quite the same in this series, but but there's no doubting that the Diamondback series was certainly incredibly patient. Incredibly patient, yeah. The um, you're right. They, they've it's uh, not as patient <laughs> in the Giant series, uh, but still, I mean, they're they're seeing some pitches. Sure. Yeah. And, and this has always been a complaint of you know the Andy Green era Padres was just a lack of patience. You know, just hacking up there with no plan or. or Leading the league in strikeouts right. constantly. Well, they are striking. They're still striking out quite a bit, aren't they? They are, but it's but that. Balance. I mean, one of the incredibly yeah. patient games against the D-backs. I think they struck out like thirteen or fourteen times in one of the games. So, like, it's hard to say that that part is better. But yeah, you know, but 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 they are producing runs, well, and I, so and that's a product of patience as well. Is waiting for your pitch and and. And obviously, getting into the terrible Diamondbacks bullpen. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I mean, if there's one thing we learned this year so far, well, the Diamondbacks and, totally suck. And and the Giants bullpen is terrible too. Awful, awful. So I, I mean, if you can get into those bullpens, you're gonna you should do some damage. Right. I mean, they didn't do it last night, which was really unfortunate. Because if you can blow out Cueto that quick, and not score any runs after that, that's that's. But on that's the whole, rough. if you can take a team into the bullpen by the fourth or fifth inning, that should be good to go. A, a winning strategy. You might not win every time, but that's a winning strategy. 100%. And, like, the one game that they lost against the Diamondbacks, I believe they had nine walks in that game. Like, if you have a game where you have nine walks, you're going to win. Right. Most of the time. So, I, yeah, I, as far as the, the two losses hurt because they were both very, very winnable games. But, I mean, four and two, when, when have we seen that? <laughs> it's I don't been know. a what, while. Actually, what were they last year? <laughs> last year they – I don't, I don't know. I, I think everyone's forgotten that they started off very hot last year. Were they four and two though? I don't know. I'd I have to go I, back. Yeah, and look. I, I, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, 
I think what's gone unspoken, I think the narrative generally has been this hitting and, and the patience and, and the good plate discipline. But to me, what has been winning games has been the starting pitching, which has been stellar so far. Um, you know, through the first, you know, the top three, what do they give up? One, one, I mean, one or two runs each game? Yeah. Back? I mean, they, they've been incredibly impressive. Like, yeah, definitely. Richards looked very good. Lamette looked good. Um, Paddock has been great. And and with that top three, like I, I think that's really what's been carrying the team. Yeah, because the bullpen hasn't been what we are expecting yet, but they will be. Uh, the guys that, I mean, there are obviously guys in that bullpen that we're not going to worry about. Uh, Pagan is is, right. is a guy that you're not going to worry about. You know, Kirby Yates, you're not going to worry about theoretically. Uh, theoretically, uh, Palm, you're not going to worry about Palm. Um, and then you've had, and then Hill, when Hill has come in, he's been, he's been good. He's been terrific. I mean, absolutely spectacular. So obviously there was a, a stamina explosion last night. Uh, but, you know, I, I mean, I'm not worried about the pretty bullpen. much across the bullpen though, for the, the number of innings that they've put in so far, it's been pretty impressive. It really you know, has per- been. Perdomo has come on, you know, basically everyone that has come on other than the two bullpen bullpen implosions yeah has been pretty good right and yeah. there's been a lot of innings in those early games oh, yeah, where, where yeah, they've pro- come on and they've been very successful jace's had a quick hook yeah to start off with and i, I guess he's just you know letting the guys get because what he's been giving them about 80 pitches something mm-hmm. like that so far and obviously and, that, and that's kind of been the same across baseball too yeah. i mean they're, they're stretching them out the before they before they start cutting roster sizes and stuff so right yeah I'll t- uh, while we're talking about the bullpen, I, we have to mention him, Javi Guerra. He's been good, and and <laughs> look, I've been a doubter. Oh, hundred percent. Look, it's hard to to just go. If all it took was throwing high velocity, there'd be a lot a lot more major league pitchers, right? But to have learned in a year, basically, like how to become a pitcher. You know, the real question is, what was wrong with Christian Bethencourt since he wasn't able to duplicate this? <laughs> exactly. What the hell was wrong yeah. with that guy? What happened with him, Andy? <laughs> but Javi, like, uh, some of the... Uh, he scares uh, me to death every time he comes in the game. You, I, I know, he, he does. Because too- he is a guy that there is going to be an implosion game. Oh, yeah, oh, it's, it's going to come. It's going to come. But he, he comes trotting out there, and he looks like he's about, you know, five foot six. He looks so tiny. And then all of a sudden, he's just hitting 99 on the black. And it's just incredible. I'm still not sold. Oh. Oh. Marverbot 5000, not oh. sold. Wow. What more do you, what more does Marverbot 5000 want oh, out of this? Wow. Wow. Marver being wrong. That's a <laughs> tradition like, unlike any other here on the Gwintelligence <laughs> podcast. Yeah, but Hubby's been that, that's 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 been a surprise, and and uh, and it's pretty clear that Jace really likes him. Yeah, throwing. I mean, he's throwing him out there before Pierce Johnson. Yeah, I mean, he's he, guaranteed he, five million dollars in the next yeah, two years. I mean, he threw him out in a, a, a one-run game right. the other day. That, like everybody was like. I loved it on Padres Twitter in? where it was like, oh, God damn it, it's it's Javi Guerra here. Yeah. What is Tingler doing? And then, the, A, the half inning was incredibly quick. It was like he's, he's he blew, really through, he blew through the lineup, and, yeah. then, and then it was uh, never doubted him for a second, which has pretty much been our Eric Hosmer take so far on this season as well because, I mean, our last two episodes of the Quintelligence podcast have pretty much been taking a steaming dump on Eric Hosmer's head. Um, and, and as an avowed Hosmer hater, he's been great. I mean, what, what can you say? But 
Speaking of steaming dumps, uh, you know, he's oh. been out quite, quite a bit so far. <laughs> when he's but, not on the toilet, he is hitting the ball in the air, and that's all we can ask for, right? Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> enjoy, it while, enjoy it while we got it, right? I mean, there's no reason to, to bash the guy he's producing when he's playing. I will say last year he was very productive in the first month of the season as well. and, and But not like this, though. Sure, not like this. Um, but... Look, enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, oh, hopefully I, the whole season. Hopefully it lasts the whole season. I hope so too. I hope so. I, the, I, just I, the, I don't know. The the, I don't know if a zero percent ground ball percentage is sustainable. No, but it's absolutely um, not. However, but look, win the games while we can. Because one important thing to note, and we will, I think, dive into the bullpen implosion uh, last night a little more later. But um, every game counts, like a ton. Um, the Padres went from being the Major League best record before yesterday's game to being third place in the NL West uh, after that one loss. And I think that's, um, you know, obviously a product of being early in the season, but it's also indicative of how every game is going to matter here. And, you know, usually in a 162-game season, we could could just blow things off and be like, look, it's a long season, things are going to regress to the mean. But with a 60-game season, a two-month-long season, there may not be a mean to regress to, and we need we need to. We're hoping that Tingler, our man, is going to maximize our opportunities here. What what have been your impressions of of the the ball coach so far, the the manager? I'm I'm very happy so far. I, my, I I've uh, the only uh, I, I've I've had two two things that I that I questioned. Uh, one, and this is obviously Monday morning quarterbacking, but I, I, I didn't like the, uh, the the selection to go with Kirby Yates that Saturday game against the Diamondbacks when we were up, I think, 5-1. to one. I just didn't understand it. Uh, and then I didn't understand Hedges catching last night or with any Paddock. Game or... Well, I mean, I, I don't want Hedges out there, period, uh, except for in a defensive replacement you know at at the end of a game which that's fine i guess uh but i didn't understand why he started with paddock after he's after after um frankie and paddock you know won the opening day right i, I just i did i didn't understand why the what the switch was um but but other than that i i mean the the lineups have been better lineups have been so much better the post-game press conferences have not made me want to claw my eyes out <laughs> he's when he when he did the one when he answered the question in Spanish, amazing. I, yeah, uh, and and I like and I'll, I'll be very open and I I don't speak any Spanish at all, but there are a lot of people on Padres Twitter that do, and and they made the point that he, he's not the greatest Spanish speaker right. ever. Let's face it, yeah. he's a, he's an AP Spanish level speaker, yeah. maybe Spanish three in high school, but, but at least he's. Hey, trying. you know how many Spanish classes Andy Green yeah. took when four years here? And he didn't give a shit. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't think Andy could have ordered a Taco Bell. Have you ever looked at a Duolingo <sighs> lesson? Like they're incredibly easy. And, like, and he made just zero effort. Right. And and just just making that effort shows your guy says something to the clubhouse. It does. It, it really does. I mean, and you can tell that they like this guy. And that I. I I think like, that's like, important. I really do. You've traveled around the world, I assume. You go to Paris and you speak in English. You make no effort to speak French. It's it's a it's a recipe for disaster, right? But it all, but the reason it's recipe recipe for disaster is because it shows a lack of respect for that country, right? And it's just the same in a clubhouse where you have people that are 
primarily Spanish speakers, and you have a manager who is meant to whose job is to try to relate with you as a human being and as a man who's not even willing to put in the basic effort to communicate with you, which is like a yeah. basic human characteristic. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What Andy I'm trying to say is sucks. that Andy sucks. Andy, Andy sucks. sucks. Goodbye, Andy. Yeah. I think we said Hail on, Jace. I think we said on one of the previous podcasts that we'd throw some type of party when he got fired and and, <laughs> and we didn't get Look, well, it's planned. I think we can still do it. It kinda happens so weird. Yeah. But, <laughs> I still don't understand it. It caught me off guard at the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I mean, they, they wanted to give uh, Rod those, what, seven games or whatever to prove himself? <laughs> well, they learned what they needed to learn about Rod. <laughs> Holy shit. I, but I, I'm glad he's still around, though. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like seeing him in the, uh, in the stands there now. <laughs> so you brought up the, uh, the Hedges uh, situation, oh. and, and that's been obviously one of the, the, the biggest storylines, I think, so far. How many at-bats now? 13, I think? <sighs> He's double what Mejia has. I think he's um, at 13 at-bats. Uh, he's grounded into two double plays. He struck out, I, I want to say, six times. I, the, and the and one thing, horrible at-bats. Just, uh, just so bad. Not it, even competitive. It, like, he's for, had, for, for the talk of, of patient, great at-bats, that, that does not apply. That is an asterisk. It does not apply to Austin Hedges. No, they're terrible. And or Josh Naylor. But he has not... I, I don't think in any of his at-bats when he's come up with somebody on base that he's moved a single runner over yet. Not one right. time. He can't even do that. He's, he's just Captain Whiff. And, and he's, had, he's had opportunities where, some, where they've had base runners less than two outs, and they've asked him to try to bunt somebody over, Ugh. and he can't even He can't bunt. even do that. He can't even lay down a bunt. Pitchers can do that, and Austin Hedges can't. It's incredible. It's, in, it's absolutely incredible how bad he is at the plate. So... I personally am fine with him catching. I know he's had pass balls, pretty pretty bad pass balls. Oh well, two. I don't know. I to be fair, I don't know if they're his fault. I th- I know one of them. He he set up on the inside, and the pitch came in on the outside, and, and it just looked like a poorly. You don't pitched, know if somebody's pitched, been yeah. crossed up or not. Yeah. So it's hard on those. Yeah. I'm fine with him catching Garrett Richards and Lamette. Their slider's difficult to catch. Uh, I mean, Richards has led the league in wild pitches before. He's. I'm fine with that. They've got so much movement on their on their stuff, but there is no reason that Hedges should ever catch Paddock, who has pinpoint accuracy, right. has uh, rarely throws his curveball and, and just throws fastball changeup. Like Ty France could catch him, right? Yeah. Kyle Davies throws 86 <laughs> miles an hour and and presumably has excellent command as well. And Joey Lucchese is no command, but you know. I don't think he's that hard to catch. Maybe I'm wrong, but... He throws like 70, right? <laughs> right. So Hedges caught Paddock last night, right. despite a successful pairing of Mejia and Paddock on opening day. And now Mejia's starting tonight with Lamette throwing. Which makes no sense. <laughs> it just makes no sense at all. I, I don't understand. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either. I don't know. I, I mean, it's like yeah. setting them both up to fail. Right, yeah, I know. I know, and, 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 and you know, and while we're on the catcher thing, I, I I don't understand why we're carrying two catchers. Two. It doesn't make sense to me because I would I really want uh, Frankie to get more at bats, and, and and if if you're gonna have Austin catch somebody like Richards or whatever, then I want Frankie in the lineup as a DH so he can get get some more at bats because if you look at his last. I don't know, 100 or so at-bats at the end of last year, he really hit the ball well. Sure. 
I mean, that, the, he can hit. There's no doubt we about think. it. Well, we think. We think we he think. can. We, yeah, we yeah. hope. We hope. Um, Here's but, my thing on my hit. I'm not 100% sold on his hitting. He's fine. He's better than Hedges. And But the thing with him is we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I can look at his stats, and he has, you know, it's not like he has 50 plate appearances. He's got 300 major league plate appearances. He's a below average hitter. It would have below been nice to find hitter. out last right. year. That was the whole point. When we were losing 100 games. How many times has Marver said on this podcast, oh. we're in a laboratory. Like, it's time to do the experiments. We're not going to win. <sighs> we can do experiments. And so it would have been nice to have settled this last year when we could have, right? Yeah. But here we are, giving away at bats to Austin Hedges. Um, and, and we have no idea. And the club's thinking could be, we don't know about Austin Hedges yet either. Oh, my well, God. Well, what do we need to see here for, for, he's for a, him at least? He's like, at, what, 1,300 plate, plate appearances now right, in the big leagues? yeah. And he's now under the Mendoza line. What more career, are we waiting to officially, see? Officially. Officially, right. right now, he's under the Mendoza line. And so I'm all for giving Mejia at-bats. I'm not, I'm not for it because I think he's the answer. But we need to find out we if got, he's the answer or not, because then we can move on and sign, you know, real Mudo if we need to. Like, there's there's other options. What are out they, there. What, but what are the chances of that though? He's going to get a billion uh, dollars, yeah, isn't he? Someone, you know, someone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's be, there's other options. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the in-house options. But I, ju- I would just like to see. Th- there's no reason not to have Terenz on the um, on roster, the roster yeah. right now with an expanded. Expanded roster. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, just bring him in there so that Mejia can get some more at bats. You don't need, you know, nineteen infielders, right? Like we have, and that frees it up to do. Um, well, I guess they could DH Mejia more, right? Yeah, and if yeah. needed, That's could the, move yeah. him to catcher. I don't know why they would during the game, but like, yeah, no, yeah, but you know, the DH is another interesting subject here because the Padres have primarily been using Naylor, uh, France. And then they've kind of been giving rests to, to regular players like Will Myers, Tommy Pham in the DH position. Yeah. But, you know, your stereotypical DH so far has been Naylor and France. One thing I've wondered is why not Mejia in yeah. that position? Because right. you're looking at Naylor who was, I mean, I know there are some Naylor believers here, members of this podcast, Chad, uh, who <laughs> believe in him for some reason. Most scouts have bailed on him. Uh, you know, he, there's a reason he fell out of the top prospect lists. Um, he had a not small sample last year. He had 300 plate appearances almost and was a severely below average hitter. Did not even have a positive um, uh, platoon split. I mean, even against righties, he was like below 90 WRC+. Plus. He's He hasn't shown anything really at this point and, and really... Obviously, it's early in the season, but he hasn't shown much at, at the DH position at the plate this year. Well, I, before we... And, and before not we even start, good at bats. I mean, no, we've been no. talking about good at bats. Naylor has not had good at bats. No, he's not had good at bats. But it, before we before we started recording tonight, we were looking at the lineup, and Hosmer's out again because he's... He's got the poops. He's got the poops. Uh, Do you and think he has the poops? I don't, I, I don't Who know. Who has the poops for f- off and on over five days? You know... <laughs> You know who I keep thinking about when, <laughs> with this this stomach issue, if that's what it is. If, remember Chanho Park? He had a. He, remember when he had like that just absolutely brutal diarrhea? Yes. Like when he was in the hospital, yeah. he was shitting so much. Yeah. Um, so I keep thinking, like, is it is it? But like, that was diagnosed. Like but, he was yeah, on an IV, but, yeah, and he was in a hospital. Right. And, but Hosmer plays one day. Uh, it, it hits a home run. Produces. Yeah. 
is off the next day, comes back again, and hits another home run or, or, or doubles or whatever he's doing. Right. And then the next day he's off. So th- this is the first time that he's been out two straight games. But I, I just it's weird that he even made the trip. Right. It's unlike any other marijuana-related injury I've ever heard of in my life. Exactly. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. But okay. But 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 anyway. Back, back to Naylor. So, so tonight, Hosmer again is a is a scratch, and at first base, they go with Ty France. And and and, and let's note there's a right-handed starting pitcher, Kevin Gossman, starting tonight. This is the ideal situation to deploy Josh Naylor. And he, he's on the bench. He's a first baseman by trade. He's a left-hander. You thought he was good enough to be literally a designated hitter. Why? Where is he? He's not even in the line. And so Ty France is starting a right-handed hitter against a right-handed pitcher. This, I mean, what does it say? You know, like we can read between the lines here. It seems like that they've already given up. Which is pretty quick, right? Which, by the way, it, I am totally on board. Totally fine. <laughs> if that means bringing Terenz up and creating more roster, you know, flexibility, then fine. And I'll take. And one of the reasons, you know, that he's even more expendable is Oliveras. It's like sure, the kid is just hitting. He, so what he can hit? What is your ideal DH, given what we've got here on the roster? Like, you know, we're not signing Yasiel Puig. Let's just assume we've got what we've got. What do you do at DH? Because, in my opinion, you know, look, a designated hitter is supposed to be at least league average hitting, and, <laughs> and everyone that we're deploy- everyone we're deploying <laughs> can't hit at league average. I mean, Greg Garcia, for all of his merits, is a below league average hitter. Josh Naylor, below league average. Mejia has been below league average. I would. Uh, I'm not. I, obviously, I'm not a Naylor fan. We we know that. I'm not a France fan either. France, yes, below league average. As well. Yeah, I'm n- I mean, he, he had a nice summer camp, which is great, but it doesn't mean anything. Um, it, it, I, I do like Garcia because Garcia can work some counts. Uh, he laid down a beautiful bunt the other night, just gorgeous. Great, yeah, and, great and drag honestly, bunt. He's had a couple of nice hits, clutch hits so far. That he had that one pinch hit that was terrific. Right, um, but you know, it, 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 and maybe in you know spot. Area. I mean, he's an yeah. ideal pinch hitter. Yep, he's, he's spectacular. And, you know, uh, Fill-in a, guy, you know, can play multiple can, yeah, positions. You can put him, you can stick him wherever. Um, but, you know, with the... If Oliveris isn't playing in the outfield, you can stick him in the DH role. Will, if you're going to give Will a day. Um, you can put Profar in that if, you know, if you want to stick Greg at, uh, at second. Right. Um, Fam, obviously, he can DH if you're trying to, because I, I know that they probably don't want to have him out there every single game with his injury issues that he's had. Um, so those are those are the guys that, that I, I want to see in, in that in that role. Um, other than, and I, I I know that they're trying to bring France along, bring Naylor along, but like Look, you they're, said, they're every non, game they're counts. almost non-prospects. I mean, I mean, Ty France. It was a non-prospect. Yeah, hundred percent. Josh Naylor fell off every top prospect list. It's and and we've seen. You know, it's not like he had a small sample at the major league level. I mean, I, I get it. He's young. He was young for his level and whatever. But like, he's had trouble accessing in-game power. I'm just not seeing good good production from him. And no. if this was last year, I would say ride him out. 
Let's see what we got. Right. Yeah. But but that's not where we're at. We're in a situation where one loss dropped the team from first place into third, best in the major leagues to third place in the division. There's not room to have multiple holes in the lineup, and we've got that with Hedges. And you you throw in a DH who's supposed to be one of your better hitters. Being one of your worst hitters, that's not a great situation. And for me, I think you kind of touched on it, the rotation of of productive starting level hitters, kind of cycling them through the DH position and moving Oliveris between them is kind of my optimal situation here. I want to see more of Oliveris. Right. At at least, I mean, my God. It sounds like they believe in him. So, and, 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 and what we've seen, other yeah. than his atrocious base running, he he's held his own at the plate. <laughs> That's very Padres, by the right, way. Very Padres, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had, the, we the, had two the, guys get picked uh, off a of first yeah, last the night. Two pick off in a critical situation. <laughs> I, I'll, I will say this. I will say this. Both of those were box. They were uh, our announcers moves. seemed yeah. very convinced that they that were, that were box. Yeah. moves a hundred percent. However. You can't give not you twice. You can't have twice right. in one inning. I don't think I've ever seen two. I've two. never seen it. No, never. Well, uh, did Lauer ever do it? Lauer was pretty good at pickoffs. Oh, did God, he ever that, pick off two people? Man, that's that's the one thing that we're going to miss about that kid. He Only can pick thing. off people yeah. like a, not his pitching, not, not his, his pitching, personality. Boy, he yeah. can pick people off. Yeah, I know his personality wasn't that bad. It, Number one, okay, there, there are two things that I loved about that kid. Number one. He fucking hated the Dodgers. Hated them. <laughs> hated and the Dodgers. backed it up. I mean, hated the Dodgers. He's who I won in Game One in pl- the playoff series against the Dodgers. One hundred percent. In fact, we should trade for him if it's looking like we're going to get some kind of playoff matchup. One hundred percent. Nobody hates the Dodgers more than that kid. And the other thing was when uh, when he was getting racked in Colorado, the the, the big smile on his face was just like, <laughs> like fuck, what am I going to do here? You know, like, I appreciated that so yeah. much. <laughs> All right, so DH, I think we fixed here, right? Let's call yeah, Jace, I, let him know. I, yeah. Look, you've got the pl- look. Ideally, look, Will's not a plus in the in right field. He's no maybe adequate, but he hasn't been great there. Um, he's scared me to death on a few on a few plays. <laughs> the, the one where he uh, he just kind of flung his arm up and, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, caught like, spun he around. Still, he and still like, caught it. Caught it, yeah, yeah, which is great. But I was very scared. Uh, the thing is. What's the plus of having him in the field at this point? Like, Oliveris is a better fielder, so, like, why don't you just put Oliveris there and DH Will? Like, what's the difference? Yeah. We I, want him in the lineup. I want him in the lineup. Yeah, I do, too. Especially with the way he's hitting right sure. now. Sure. Yeah. I mean, even even regular, regular, even last year, Will, he's better than our other DH options. Oh, oh 100%. When that swing is on, it's so beautiful. Like, he has a gorgeous swing. He really does. It gives me a boner every time. Oh, oh my God! I, I really, I, I want that kid to succeed. And the hair this year. Well, how Justin, have we not talked about the hair yet? Are we convinced it's not a wig? Still, I, is that in question? Still, it, it, of course it's a wig. It has to be a wig. It's an incredible wig. It has different colors, and it just it, right. Is that natural? I, <laughs> so my my daughter has a has a has a. Um, <laughs> On a spot from Frozen, where it, you know, just like a birthmark or oh, okay. blonde hair, you know, white hair comes out of it. Is, is that what we're talking about, or is Will actually dyed it? Do you think? I don't. It's it's difficult to say. It I is mean, so I, I I want I want him I, I want to be able to be up close to him and really look at it because it's amazing. I wouldn't be able to help myself. I'd tug on it. Oh, I, 100%. I would get arrested and or, you know, I'd obviously get kicked out of wherever I was at. But I think it would be worth it just to test this. And you do the Jimmy Fallon thing with Trump? Right, uh, exactly. 
it's important that we finally find the answer to this question. How does he? How does he get the helmet on? Right. I, I, I don't even. It fits I, I, in I, a hat still. <laughs> it's incredible. When he, uh, the every shot of him in the dugout. Is just the greatest thing ever. The it, best. I look forward to it every time. Other than him not wearing time. a mask, generally, but yeah, I, yeah. Oh, he's he's. But but when he's in the outfield, that's when he's wearing the mask. Yeah. As an aside, speaking of masks, uh, the team's still generally not wearing masks. But they, I did notice that this in this giant series, the team has issued most of the players a neck gaiter. Uh, oh yeah, to, the, uh, to pull like, up over their face. Like what Tingler's going? I would like one. Are yeah. they for sale? Uh, oh, the Padres ones. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. They must be on the if website, they're not, right? They should be. Yeah, I don't know. They're don't very know. fashionable, and, and uh, I'm very jealous of all of them. Even though most of them are not pulling it up, it looks very, very attractive. Maybe we could talk Maison into uh, making another uh, design because I think he's out of the one that I I wore over to your house today, the El Nino. Yeah, one. yeah, um, yeah. Maybe he can. Uh, maybe he can make one of those. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather see that than another cake. Uh, shirt or something. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Oh, and I, I know, I know, hey, I, I know. He said the cake. Have thing, the shirts gone too far? Oh, it, they went. They, they, they went too far last they, year. Yeah, right? they they way too far. Other than our beloved Mazone designs, his which is are amazing. Tip top, clearly a skilled graphic designer, classically trained. I wear my uh, I wear my uh, Tatis one all the time. There's a lot of garbage out there. Like, there can, can we just stop? Can we stop? I, I'll tell you, I got the uh, the one from Charisma, um, the Retired Numbers one, and that's a really nice one. I, li- I like my Retired Numbers one. Is that the Friarhood one? No, no, no. It's it's just, oh, well, no, that was originally a Gas Lamp Ball one, and, but now the Gas Lamp Ball is garbage. You're right, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> she she has her own, and I got, uh, also bought my son's, the uh, the pajamas or whatever, but I love the Retired, the retired Numbers one. Is, it's so simple and so perfect. And, and people always comment on that. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you know that they're, that's real shit if they know that. If they know that, yeah. 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 You, you either get that and they go, oh, wow, that's really cool. Or you get the, are those the lost numbers? It's like, <laughs> no, they're fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, the shirts. Okay. Okay. We, let's we, just say, we let's went just off make on a it, tangent. But we should make it clear that we, we don't need cake shirts. The cake thing. The cake thing has potential to become very, very unwelcome and annoying at this point. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you on that. So we touched on the... Do we have anything else on, on how it's been so far outside of the bull... I think we'll have a deeper discussion of the bullpen implosion, but... Uh, oh, I would say uh, one thing. I, I know the very first game, Hosmer had those two... Whoa. I, Hosmer had those two balls, uh, went off his glove, like early in the game or whatever. But since then... That defense has been spectacular with him, which which we've been kind of, no, what else? It's been adequate, but th- there's been cases where he's made some really nice plays. There's been some fundamental issues. Like uh, I, I don't know if you recall, it was like two or three games ago. There was a pickoff. It was, it went to a challenge, where uh, he he came back safe, but Hosmer. When you tag at first base on a pickoff, you're supposed to tag to the bag. Oh, I remember. He that. tagged okay. to the chest, which. Not, which yeah. was the reason that he wasn't picked off. It was a great pickoff. Yeah, you're right. You're and right. it's kind of like the it's kind of like the example last year that's been you know retweeted plenty of times where he jumps out of the way of the oh. of the base. Like oh. these these are basic fundamental. <laughs> yeah, these are basic egregious. fundamental things that. And look, it didn't hurt the team. They won that. They won that game. I'm going to blame the diarrhea on that one. Sure, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> 
I blame that. I, look, so I'll blame hard. that for a lot of like, things. That's all that he wanted to do. It's hard for me to walk when when things start gurgling. <laughs> when you eat Chipotle for lunch, you start doing that walk. Yeah, yeah. That, maybe that. Maybe that might have been it. Um, but other than that, well, I can't you know, when you're in the squat position like that, like your body <laughs> instinctively knows what you're trying to do, and and Eric's just trying to tag the runner. But oh, Fam hasn't been great. Well, he's been worse than great. <laughs> he's Not been. Great, he's been. I mean, I mean, I mean. If, if we're walks. looking at the total results here, you know, if you're looking at only results, Fam and Profar have been kind of underwhelming. But I will say this about <laughs> Fam. I think he's been very unlucky. Um, yes. It reminds me a lot of when Jed Jerko was on the team and had a very cold streak before we got before we dumped him. Um, he had great contact, great exit velocity. Like Jed was making good contact, he was just being unlucky. I kind of see that with Fam too. He's hitting a lot of line drives into the outfield to to the outfielder, but he's making good contact. He's hitting liners to short. You know, he's making good contact. And when he gets on, he's been stealing bases, sure, which yeah. is great. So, and, and every yeah. at bat is 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 competing. I mean, he's he right. is milking the pitcher, and yeah, so that's true. even if he's not getting on base with hits, I think he's adding value into the lineup. And given the way his batted ball profile has been, I think I think it's going to get better. I know. I, I agree. I mean, he's a he's a great player. Yeah. And he, the the guy can hit. There's no. I I am worried about Profar a little bit though. He's one for fifteen. Right. I know he has five walks. In some respects, you know, it's kind yeah. of the same. Good he's at bats. Seen, seen a lot of on pitches. base, and that's important. But yeah. um, you know, he just hasn't put it together yeah. hit wise so far. Right. Yeah. But I, I I and I would never put this on the timeline because I would get crucified. But if that were Luis, that started off the season <laughs> one for fifteen with five walks. I can think of someone that would be uh, <laughs> discussing this. Yeah. So, but um, Profar, you know, for, the talk with Profar though was that he sucked defensively and he had the yips. And so far, I haven't seen anything like that. Yeah. So far, he's been he's been great. He's been good actually. so far. Yeah. He, re- he really has. And, been. And yeah. Honestly, the the five walks or however many walks he has, that's enough for me to this point. Right. Yeah. I'm hoping he puts it together, and obviously, if it continues, then there's a problem. There, but there's not a ton of range there, though. Yeah, is what it seems to sure. me. Sure. Yeah, but 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 what? But the balls that he can get to, it seems like he's been. I mean, he's been really good on those. Yeah. So, um, hey, Marverbot five thousand. What do you think of Jerickson Profar? Oh boy. Oh Mar- no! <laughs> Have we had a glitch already in the Marverbot three thousand? Uh, you know, a lot of machine learning went into this. There's a lot of lines of code. Are you sure this uh, isn't the Marvelbot 2000? <laughs> not sold. Oh, not sold on Profar. I, I don't know what else he wants to see, though. I mean, Marvel, what about the on-base percentage? Are you happy with that? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh. Oh. I mean, is there, is there, like, is there anything you're happy about? I mean... To me, it seems like you're kind of defective. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, it's a beta test here. You know, we're still working on it. Um, hey, by the way, while we're talking about on base percentage, real quick, m- remember when uh, Jay said that they were hoping that Hedges would have like a 320? <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, you know, we'd be fine with a 320, as if that's not an incredible. <laughs> He's at zero. He's literally at zero. He, he doesn't eat, like, like Wayne Kirby, when, when Hedges finally gets a hit or a walk, Wayne Kirby is going to go, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't met yet. What's your name? <laughs> uh, 
last thing on the Marvel Bot 5000, I think. Um, what, it's 5000 now? It's I thought it was 3000. No, it's oh, been I'm upgraded. It's, oh. a good, it's a high quality product. Um, I don't know. We talked about this off air, but uh, I, I do have some kind of like testing routine for it just to make sure the logic is working on it. Um, I don't know if you recall back in April 2018, Marvel was very outspoken that Tatis was putting up a lot of bust worthy statistics. Um, in fact, he went to bat quite a bit on this on uh, on the timeline that uh, his slow start in April was indicative that it was a very real possibility that Fernando Tatis Jr. was a bust. So this is basically my test routine for this. Um, Marvelbot 5000, um, did you think that Tatis would be a bust in April 2018? I was totally wrong. Oh, he was totally wrong. Oh, well, okay, okay, so it looks like it's working, but... You know, maybe we'll hit on it later. At least he can admit to it. At least he admits to it. Unlike the real Marver, which is incredibly refreshing, actually, to hear Marver admit that he was wrong on something. So uh, we did touch on the pitching real quickly. Um, one thing that's really been not talked about at all is the fact that we have a new pitching coach. Um, Larry Rothschild came over from the Yankees. I'm not sure we've discussed it even after he came over on the podcast much, but... Um, the weird thing to me is that when Balsley was here, anything related to pitching was uh, brought to the attention of the public by the media that this was Balsley's doing. And it's interesting to me that the pitching staff in general has been pretty excellent so far, and I've barely heard Larry Rothschild's name. Um, do you think it's a product of like a short summer camp, spring training? Is it that players had way more time working with like driveline or whoever, you know, their private trainers or why has Rothschild not been a, a narrative so far? Because the starting pitching has been very excellent so far. Yeah. He's like, we were talking earlier. He's made one, I think one mound visit <laughs> in six. Games I never so see far. him. You never see him. You never see him. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, it's hard for me to say that the improvements are his doing. I, I don't really know what he's done so far, but... Oh, the paddock thing. T talk about the paddock thing. So uh, I think the the, the um, stat cast has shown that he's gained, I think, like 8.4 inches of break on his curveball. 8.4 inches is significant. Is quite a bit, yeah. I mean... I mean, that's almost a Lexington steal. <laughs> that's very, very close. Yeah. I mean, that's Nick Manning right there. <laughs> So that's quite a bit. And, and you know, I don't know. It, it's hard for me to say that's Rothschild. Rothschild's specialty traditionally has been, you know, he's he's the king of the slide. King of the slide, yeah. And so, I don't know, is that an explanation for Richards and Lamette's early success so far? Uh, it's hard to say. But it's interesting to me that Rothschild hasn't been a narrative at all um, so far of anyone, really. Yeah, I, he's just not really brought up much. I, but I mean, but I guess people that, couldn't shut up about Balsley. Well, I, I, and, but might, but part of that might have been that they're just so sick and tired of fucking Andy Green, you know. And and now we have Jace, and Jace is new. Jace is the new toy, and he's the one running the running the show. And so he's gonna get all the he's gonna get the love, you know. Um, it, 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 which and I mean, we've also like there's Dickerson there, Wayne Kirby's, and Wayne Kirby's a big personality, sure. and we. We've only got to see like a little bit of him yet. I, I just think that they're so focused on Jace because he's new and, and fresh. He's the one on camera. He's the guy. Yeah. So I, I think that um, he's, getting, just that he's he, getting all the Is it just love. Rothschild's not friends with Darren yet? Is that <laughs> is that the problem here? I'll have to text Darren and ask him that. <laughs> 
Wow, that's a that's a strong humble brag. Was that a good drop right there? <laughs> Jokes on you. I can text him also. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. No. I, no. I. I just think it's the. I, I think it's the Jace thing. It just. We have a new manager, and he's going to get the he's going to get the focus. I mean, I kind of go back to what I said earlier, though, is that I know the story of the season has been hitting and patience, but to me, the story of the season has been the pitching so far. And honestly, to me, the starting the, the odds of success for this team are all based on the starting pitching. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think if the starting pitching can can continue to excel, that that's the key to the season. It's not Tommy Pham seeing six pitches. I mean, that's good. It's not bad. It's it's a plus, but. I think that the real key to winning is going to be the starting pitching. I, I, I agree 100%. And especially if, if, those, if, if those top three guys do what they're supposed to do, and then you can fuck around with game five, four and five. Because Lucchese no, was Luc- iffy, but, you know. Lucchese's always iffy. He wasn't but, bad, Lucchese, and Davies yeah. was okay. He was fine. No, no, Davies was fine. Davies. The thing is, if those two can produce, then when we start talking about Gore and Patino, we're, we're not talking about needing them in the rotation. We're talking about having an incredible bullpen tool, you know, with sh- in shortening games with what, them. That- because a lot of people think Patino can really impact, you know, be like a, a, an Efrod type of impact on How this How do you team. see those two guys? Though? What, what do you think, they're, when they do come up, and the, by the way, they're eligible to come up now. Right, without losing... Without losing a year of right. service time. What do you see their role as when they do show up? And, it, and they I will. I think you bring them along slowly in the bullpen. Both in the bullpen. Sure. Okay. Okay. I, I, Mike, I would. I think maybe you could move them into the rotation, but there's not a need yet. I, w- I wouldn't. I would go as far as Gore goes. Maybe you piggyback with Gore. I, yeah. I, I, well, no. I think I would have Gore as a like maybe as an opener type thing, where he does maybe two or three innings or something like that, uh, and then you move into a Joey, which would be right. honestly devastating, mm-hmm. and, and then the bullpen. Uh, and then, but I, Patino, I, I, I a Patino, bullpen weapon. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's why, like you said, with the, but the Rodriguez thing. Yeah, I, that's what I see too. It can it can have a lot of impact on a season. Oh. Like that's key. I mean, yeah. oh yeah, to have those two guys just sitting there and they're they're still not even on the roster. Yet. Right, and and you've got a lot of other you know former top prospects that are possible bullpen helpers. Also, I mean, Morahone, Morahone, Baez are sitting right there waiting to be called up so i would I, I mean like last night yeah let, let's talk about the employee who do you, who do you want to come who, who would you have liked to have seen running out of the bullpen last night stammon or morahone morahone well yeah. it's a righty hitter right oh I well don't, I, don't, I don't no what was it what is solano oh well what well how many hitters did he uh, how many hitters did stammon face well too many but too, we- <laughs> Here's the thing on Stan. We've talked. We talked about this when they signed him. He's not bad, but he's also not great. Like he was incredibly average last year. He's old. He's 36, I think. I think he's 36. Is he 36? 36? No, he's not 36 yet. He looks it. I mean, I have a soft spot in my heart for Stanton as a as a closet Nationals fan. Also, I will think you're kind of the same. But I watch well, a lot of closet. I watch a lot of Stanton starting you, you, games for yeah. the Nationals over the you years. You know, I love the Nationals. <laughs> He's been around forever. He has been around, and forever. he's yeah. f- he's fine. He's not bad, and yeah. I'm not saying that he's a negative on the team. Even after last night's implosion, he's not a negative on the team. He's he's fine. He's. I do think the question is: Do you think he's more valuable in the bullpen than, let's say, Michelle Baez or Adrian Morahone, who have been described as having ace level stuff, 
and could be an incredible weapon. I mean, maybe they're not ready. I don't know. I haven't heard that from the How team. How are they not ready by, heard that by now, though? When are they going to be ready? I mean, if they're not ready now, they're not going to be ready. Stammen's 36. He's, He'll be 38 when he's done with his contract. Oh. oh and, well, and unless look. they go for the option. Ugh. <laughs> look, what's done is done. He's here, right? Okay. He's making $9 million here. Okay, but what's uh, Stammen, just real quick. This morning... On our beloved Ben and Woods, 97.3 point, uh, I'm sorry, 97.3, the fan. Machine. Uh, Eno Saris was on and was talking about Stammen last night and that the real concern was the velocity. And I noticed it last night as well. I think I tweeted on it that last year he averaged 92.6. This, you know, it looked like he was hitting about 90 last yeah. night. And it, it doesn't sound like much, but that's operating on the margins it for is. a guy like Stammen. It's a who, lot. Yeah. It's a lot. So what would you have done? I mean, let's break down the situation. I mean, two men on base, tying run, coming to the plate. Um, Solano, let's see, he was... Well, uh, Kirby hadn't pitched in two days. Right. So, and, and there were actually you know. quite a bit of pitchers that we count on that had not pitched. And also, is there no expectation for pitchers to go twice, you know, back-to-back days? I mean, Oh, yeah, right. I know. It, it's short season. Like, we're not worried about... We're not that worried about burning them out, right? No. There's no guys that are going to put 80 appearances in, yeah. you know? No. Right. So, in that situation, what do you do? I, I saw some people on Twitter, I think I think Pog Lankford said that, uh, well, if it wasn't Stammen, it was going to be Strom. But it definitely was not going to be Strom. It was, it's a right-handed hitter. Like, you're not going to bring in Strom to face the right-handed hitter. To me, I, th- I want to say Pierce Johnson was warming up in the bullpen, who we've haven't seen at He's, all this year who no, they no, no, gave have. I, I, one I, time yeah one i think one time who they gave five million dollars guaranteed to yeah he's barely pitched you assume they believe in what's he there for you know yeah right yeah i ugh, i don't i don't know i just it's stamen just like every time he comes out i'm i'm worried i'm worried yeah i was worried last year yeah 100 percent I mean, if you were to pick a reliever to come out that could lead to a meltdown, I would bet on Stammen, even last year. Yeah. I, I, I have more faith in now in Guerra yeah. than I do in Stammen. I don't know I, if I'm— Because I, I know either one of them could come out and just throw gas all over the place, but I would rather it be Guerra because it would be a learning experience right. and, and a guy you know that's— He's just trying to learn his way, and but but see, he can hit ninety nine on the black, and Stamma can't do right. That. Yeah, and, and that buys you a little a little leash, well, especially when you're facing a triple A team, which the Giants are essentially a triple A. They have Dickerson as their cleanup right. hitter, Alex Dickerson. <laughs> when were they when they let him go, and people were losing their minds? <laughs> Sandoval <laughs> still plays for them every day. They have it's one amazing. good hit. They have Yastrzemski. That's it. It's um, yeah, Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think that the real question is, it's not It's not that... I, I don't think we're saying Stammen totally sucks. No. He's fine. It's just but fine. But the real question is, do we have better options? And, and part of me thinks we do. We do. You know, oh, yeah. On the taxi squad. Yeah. Yeah. Are those guys even on the taxi squad, or are they on the extended? I think they are. I, no, they're on the 40-man. I'm not going to Baez and Morjon are on the 40-man. So, I don't so understand how the fucking taxi squad they, they can get pulled up. They can get called up. But 
To me, I, I don't know. I, I would what? would have rather seen Baez but in the that situation. Is, but the problem is money. Like they gave, they gave. He's here to stay. Stammen, uh, on average, four and a half million dollars a year. Yeah, they gave with Stammen the buyout. You know, real money. They gave, they gave Pierce Johnson those real two, money. Those two aren't going anywhere. And that dude wasn't even in the league. What, what, when, what did he pitch in, in in the majors last in 2018? Yeah. And they gave him a two year deal with an option. So you better believe in him. I, I don't look. I, those two aren't going anywhere. I, I feel like short Schroeder of doesn't having a understand. Ten, short of having a ten ERA, those guys aren't going anywhere. No, they're not. Yeah. I, I honestly, I feel like Preller doesn't understand that you can actually give a player a one-year deal. I, I don't think he. I think right. he. I think he, he's he's certain that the minimum is two years plus an option. Well, Corey, I don't know if you're aware of the massive bidding <laughs> war for Pierce Johnson for Pierce last year. Johnson. <laughs> People were banging the doors down for Craig Stammen, who signed incredibly late in the offseason and <laughs> clearly did late. not have the doors banged down for right. him. Yeah. Oh, Beloved geez. Nationals wanted nothing to do with him. Uh. Oh, he, 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 can't, he can't even go in D.C. <laughs> so, to me, look, you had Pierce Johnson warming up. So that's that's the move to me. But if yeah. you don't believe in him, then fine. Call a bias. kind of worried about Bednar, too. Like, I, I liked him last year when he came out. I liked some of his stuff, but oof. He's okay. And okay. Then, clearly, Jace doesn't have a shit ton of confidence in him. No. I mean, Perdomo, you know, there's... You know, There's some I mean, guys that have done okay so far, yeah, but I, I, but I, I, I'd term, have been more happy with Perdomo last night than Stammen. Sure, I yeah, have, I have more I have more faith in that guy. Now. I do too, especially yeah. with runners on, because you're looking at a guy that um, a strikes out more more players than than Stammen, and b throws an incredible sinker ball that could lead to a double play. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I I think that that's you know. Tingler's learning, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. And, and, like, and but like I, we said, I, I have no worries about I that. I think it's important to stress, though, that... That's a badass that bullpen. The leash is... Not the leash. The, the, the margin for error is, is very short here. Yeah. It's a short season. Every uh, game counts 2.7 times more than usual. It's, it's very important that we beat the teams that we're supposed to beat. And that's been classic Padres, playing down to their competition and, and losing games that they should win. So I think... Tonight's game is going to be pretty telling on on where this team is they at, and we've got they have to ace level Lamette pitching, you know, so they got to win. Lamette's the ace. Are we right? ready to say must win game? Is he the ace? I no, I think Paddock's the ace. I think you Paddock. Okay. I think Paddock doesn't get enough credit for being an ace. I don't know why. You know what's funny is I he, think he's putting up ace level performances. I have ace level confidence in him. You do. Lament okay. has implosion capability in him. He does. He do. but God, he's fucking nasty. Yeah, nasty. And he hits a hundred. I mean, <laughs> right? He's nasty. His oh. stuff is oh. is ace level. But I, I do think that Paddock is dependable. And if we had a one game playoff, I want Paddock out there. I got you. I don't want That's Richards. Fair. I don't want Lament. I want Paddock right out there. Boy, uh, Richards is filthy too. He's filthy, but he I, really, sometimes I think oof. he has no idea where his slider is going, and it's a little. I, I think he has implosion. I think three of, the, actually, four of the starters have occasional implosion in them. Yeah, Davies when he's off gets crushed. Lucchese when he's off gets crushed. Richards, Richards reminds me of when um, Perdomo used to start, where he would look <laughs> fine. Yes. He he looks good. And then he'd have that one inning. He would have an inning, but but sometimes he would he would load the bases and get out of it. And there's always one inning where 
it's like the turning point of the game, and sometimes it goes this way, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't. And Richards reminds me of that a lot, where he'll put on two two people on base, and he'll wiggle out of the jam. Yeah. Last year when he pitched, he didn't wiggle out of the jam. And and just you know, in the by nature, putting a bunch of people on base in, in a critical inning, sometimes it's not going to go your way. And so with with him, I think that on face he's okay as long as he stays healthy, he's good. But I do think that there's a potential in, in some games where it just falls apart. Well, can we talk about what's really important with Richards though? The the stash. It's got to fucking go. It's it's. He's a very handsome make, son of a. It bitch. doesn't make me comfortable. No, I don't like it at all. It's a. It is a. Uh, it is a sex offender mustache. I wouldn't let my daughter be around him. No, absolutely not. And when it's gone, he's very handsome. Very handsome. And and that's really why we're watching this team is because there's so much sex appeal on this. A lot of doability team. on this team. There's so many fucking hot and guys like, on this team. I get it. Garrett Richards wants to be known as the thigh tickler, but it just it's too much for me. Nobody wants that. Right. Nobody wants that. Um, I think the last thing I had for this podcast is going forward. What would you do? The team's been good. It, it, it's hard to complain. We're four and two. We're we're in third place, but in striking distance of first place after the win tonight. Sure, we'll be right back there. Uh, do in your ideal scenario, what what changes to make this team better? I think just just fucking around with the DH more. You just having it more fam. Myers, you know, the guys we know that can hit in this yeah. league, and 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 just I, I, this let's commit a year to, to a, let's commit to a sixty forty split with Mejia and Hedges. Also, yeah, I'm okay. willing to concede Hedges to to Lamette and Richards, but don't go starting Hedges with the other pitchers. They have to. They've got to bring up another. They have to bring up another catcher uh, unless some story comes out, which of course it won't from Kevin Ac. But unless unless the pitchers. Do you recall when Derek Norris was here and it was very clear that, or sorry, when Grandall was, who was it? No, yeah, when, when Norris was here and Hedges was here, some pitchers just didn't want to throw to Derek Norris. And that leaked out, like we heard about it as fans, unless that is the case here, where the pitchers have said, I do not want to pitch to Mejia. But I don't think that's the case. I don't I don't think that's the case either. I think the, like the only time that we've really had something where it kind of came out publicly was last Yates. year with the Yates thing. And then and then the other night when Yates who, blew up. Who caught and, him? And May, Mejia. It was, yeah, it was Mejia, Mejia again. Yeah. And everybody everybody fell back on that narrative, which I just thought was bullshit. I mean, the, the fact How of the matter many is, saves? Kirby was just shit the other night. Right. Period. How many saves did Kirby Yates get last year with Mejia catching? Like, it sounded oh. like it was none. Yeah, I, so... I thought that was just. I thought that was really trash. I, it, it, it's a lazy narrative. It really is. Like closers are gonna have possibly, like, possibly racist. Are we forgetting that Trevor had some really shitty, shitty outings? And did we, it, like, do we blame the catcher yeah. on that? Did I, we? <laughs> did we blame John Flaherty for that? <laughs> exactly. Wick, Wickleman Gonzalez. It wasn't his fault. Right, exactly. Yeah. Don't blame so, Wicky. That was. I, I. That really pissed me off the other night. It was fucking bullshit. Yeah. So and, and and you know what's funny is last night when they absolutely shit the bed and the bullpen explode you know just completely imploded. Did who was catching didn't last he, night? Weird. I didn't hear a lot about Hedges. In yeah, that nobody situation. was like, "Oh God." Yeah. What right. about his yeah. game yeah. calling? Now, now, if it had been Frankie behind the plate of last course, night, that would be the narrative. Everybody would have lost their shit. Oh, the, by the way, there's your fart, everybody. 
<laughs> oh, by the way, uh, I just wanted to say something. This is our return to how, how long? How long have we been on for now? It's been an hour or something like that? Yeah. Okay. We have not mentioned uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. yet, and we have not mentioned Manny Machado yet. Well, we did talk amazing. about we did talk about Padres that were very doable. To oh, be that's fair. true. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. I, and my uh, my wife every, every single time he 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 comes he's on t- television. It's just like, oh, um, she's the other night he when he hit that triple, she said, "My beautiful, my beautiful, my beautiful, my beautiful boy." <laughs> look, and I look. My wife says the same. I'm not threatened. If anything, that's a feather in my cap. If, if, if she doesn't think that's hot, right. I'm, I'm like, I'm not with the right person. And the BMW commercial that comes oh, on. Oh, I like, fan myself. That's like porn. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And 60 seconds is perfect. That's all I need. I don't have to fast forward through anything. It's just like right to it. Let's sum this up. It sounds like we have... We have very little complaint. I mean, we have complaints. There is room for improvement. And, and, and to be honest, like... It would be silly not to take this advice for room for improvement because every game is going to matter here. We've been we do have a soft early part of the schedule, and and to be fair, we're maximizing our our performance on it so far. But there is going to come a point where we start facing the Astros, the Dodgers, the second place Rockies, who just uh, unpredictably are are starting the season off incredibly well. What's but going on there? I don't know. I don't get it. it must be Bud Black. <sighs> Guy's a genius. I love Bud. I do too. I love Bud. I love that guy. Uh, <laughs> but like, it's a thin margin here, and if you keep throwing hedges out there when you don't have to, it's a it nailer out there. It's it's a problem. It is. It's a problem. And and other teams have better DHs and, and hitting catchers than us. Like they've Every got better situations. And and competitively, we need to be better than the other teams. It's not just we need to be better than the 2019 Padres. And I think that's where a lot of fans are happy with. We need to be better than last year. That's not good enough. Fuck that. We sucked last year. That was a trash yeah. fucking team. Did anyone last year. watch last year? Well, it was I, the I mean, worst. I mean, especially, and, uh, especially, like, obviously at the All Star break, that, 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 somehow that was a good team. Right? I don't know how. Somehow. Somehow it was. But after that, it was absolute dog shit. That team was garbage after that. Awful. Just an awful baseball team. And so that can't be the barometer. It just can't. And every run is going to matter. And last night was a just a glaring example of that's a neon sign mm-hmm. that you got to grab and scrape every run that you can get. Because there's no reason that, that that shit team should come back and tie it and then win it. The Giants are barely a major league team. No. Like When you look at their lineup. Yeah. I, I mean, there, there are there's some real good... Young talent, individual there. players. Yeah, and but and then good, the not side, great. Good, not there great. There's some really old guys. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny because last night they were talking about that. Oh well, Evan Longoria is coming back in a week, and uh, Brandon Belt's coming. And back. Brandon Belt, oh, they're, they're playing today, aren't they? Uh, are they back already? I think they got they got uh, activated. Where were they? COVID list or something? No, they were both hurt because uh, they're they're fucking they're old, old and they're, they're done. Ancient. They're done. Yeah, Brandon Belt, Yonder Alonso. Yes, but not related to as attractive of a, a brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, very true yeah. there. Look, we're happy. I think we're all happy here. Four and two. Honestly, That's... this is as good as I could have predicted. So, uh, yeah, if you would have said, and, "Hey, we're and gonna be four and two, we briefly touched on this, but the D backs look like they suck. 
I mean, they're they're they were our supposed competition for second place, which is a guaranteed playoff spot with the expanded playoffs. They look like they suck. Pretty much everyone picked Dodgers to win the NL West and the Diamondbacks to come in mm-hmm. second and us to be third. Maybe battle for second, but probably third. And and Bumgarner's throwing eighty nine. He didn't touch ninety. He's nibbling time. the edges of the plate. He can't blow anyone away no. anymore. No. He's what is he? He's Eric Lauer. And by the way, hello to everyone that was begging for the Padres to sign that fucking yeah. guy. That prick. Yeah, that dickhead. Oh, my God. Just Chase the Utley, worst. part two. Give me another. Well, wow, he does uh, He does ro- rodeo calf calf roping or whatever. Cool. Go do that. Yeah. Actually, don't actually do not do that. Please keep pitching because if you're going to throw 89, you're we're going to be fucking ro- you we're roping terrible. you. Yeah. Oh, my God. 89-mile-per-hour yeah. meatballs. Yeah. Really? There are they expecting him to be like a Greg Maddox type that like when he loses velocity that he's just going to be able to right I mean be this Granky lost velocity but he was still throwing ninety two ninety three and he does have the Maddox sensibility Maddox and Baumgartner is just just slinging up meatballs up there that's a wow think about him in two years ugh how many years is his contract five yeah think of him in four years here five years yeah ugh woof. Bad, bad, D-backs, bad, terrible. Sign. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But everybody, everybody thought that was going to be your. That's your second place team. Yeah, good Fuck prediction, that. Buster Olney. Yeah, Buster fucking Olney. Jerk off, Rick. Man, we have a lot of bitterness. We really do. Yeah. We, we and we really haven't gotten into hey, it, like, but not towards our beloved team. No, God, no. <laughs> well, Corey, we've said a lot here. Hj, <laughs> you've said it all. <laughs> we've said it all here. That's so how Howard Stern end, ends every interview when he's ready <laughs> to go. You said it all. When he's got to go pee. It's, <laughs> exactly. It's uh, you Matthew Broderick. We've said it all here, and and here we are. Look, we're four and two. We're going into an exciting weekend of baseball here. Oh, and and uh, before we go, Don Orsillo, Mark Grant, Jesse Agler, Ted Leitner, Bob Scanlon. God bless all of you. All of you, and exclusively you. No one oh, else. Guys are the best in the broadcasting family. I love all of you. Those characters, we love you. Oh, and you know who else we love? Dennis fucking Lynn. Dennis Lynn. Dennis Lynn is amazing. And Bernie Wilson. And Bernie Wilson. I love it. Ex- Dennis is so into Padres Twitter. <laughs> I guess AJ Casabell as well. I, I like I AJ. Like a- I like AJ too, even though he's a he's a dirty team employee. Now we are speaking exclusively. There is no one else that we love in the broadcast team, other than those. That we've named here. Other than those. Yes. yes. Oh, and Wayne Partello. We love Wayne we Partello. We do not love Wayne Partello. What? We don't? He's terrible. <laughs> the worst. I love Wayne. I, I'm, we discussed this on the last podcast. I am still willing to listen to an offer to grant me a first pitch, which they are still doing despite not having a crowd. So if the fear... Well, didn't Dr. Fauci throw a first pitch? But Didn't have, President Trump... No, but... Try to get a first pitch. <laughs> you mean make up a first pitch? Yes. Wait, I, I don't have the Padres thrown one. Shouldn't we be if we're not? Isn't this the ideal situation where they told Major League Baseball that I was a danger to drop my pants on the mound and well, create a spectacle? Isn't this the perfect situation where there is no crowd and the first pitch is not televised? How are they? How were they wrong about that though? And in Mexico, when you knew you weren't going to be prosecuted. <laughs> Look, there's one thing I'm not me- messing around with. It's Mexican look. jail. Look, Mexican jail is not something I'm willing to mess around with. If anything, I would pull my penis out, not my, not my buttocks. 
So, you know, if you're going to go for the gold, go for the gold. The truth of the matter is, you would have dropped trow and then just run to your helicopter and been out of the country in like 30 minutes. Yes, I, I would have had my Harrier jet sitting right there. You know, I talk a lot about points and miles, and this is actually a forgotten... Wait, what's is, the name of the podcast again, by the way? Oh, Making a Points Millionaire. We haven't put out an episode in four months. So. Oh. Uh, this is a total aside from Padres baseball, but there, there is an interesting points and miles story. Most people know about, uh, there's a pudding cup story, healthy choice pudding. That was in, um, the Adam Sandler movie. Um, oh, what's the serious movie that he did? Uh, oh shit. It's, um, uh, punch drunk love. He, he actually captured this where it was a, a person who collected healthy choice pudding cups for miles. There's actually a story where Pepsi, had a commercial that they put on the air where where it was like save up 20 million Pepsi points and we will give you a Harrier jet. And someone actually manufactured manufactured 20 million Pepsi points and then demanded Pepsi provide him a Harrier jet and then sued them for it. So did he get the jet? No, it's like it's a <laughs> it's a military weapon. Like Bill Gates can't go buy an F35, you, you know. You don't think like, he can? I don't think he can. Bezos good. though. Someone with real money probably could, but (laughs) not some poverty. Yeah, so I mean, with all of my points, yes, I could probably purchase a Harrier jet for an escape from the uh, Monterey Stadium. That would be amazing. uh, So, anyways, as as we were saying, Wayne Partello, I'm willing to listen. Willing to listen. All right, I'll I'll talk to him. Yeah. Well, hey, we're looking at great Padres baseball. We got a Ah. fun game tonight. A fun game this weekend. So fun games this weekend. So. I think all we can say is let's try to do this more often. Yeah. 100%. We don't need Marver. We've got Marver Bot 5000. We- and, uh, you know, go Padres. Go Padres.